0: This is the News in Brief from the United Nations. The Nobel Committee's decision to award the Nobel Peace Prize to imprisoned Iranian human rights activist Nargis Mohammadi underscores the courage and determination of the women of Iran, the UN Human Rights Office, OHCHR, said on Friday. Here's OHCHR spokesperson Liz Throssel.
1: What is absolutely clear is that the women of Iran have been a source of inspiration for the world. We've seen their courage and determination in the face of reprisals, intimidation, violence and detention. This courage, this determination has been remarkable. They've been harassed for what they do or don't wear, there are increasingly stringent legal social and economic measures against them. Ms. Mohammadi is currently serving a 16-year
0: sentence in Tehran's Evin prison. She has worked for many years as a journalist and is also an author and vice director of the Tehran-based civil society organization Defenders of Human Rights Center, DHRC. In May, she was awarded a prize that celebrates press freedom by the UN Educational, Social and Cultural Organization, UNESCO, along with two other imprisoned Iranian women journalists in the context of the wave of protests surrounding the death of Masa Amini in police custody in September 2022. In Ukraine, the appalling scenes from the village of Khroza in the Kharkiv region, where a cafe was struck by a missile on Thursday, underscore the terrible price civilians are paying 20 months after Russia's invasion. That's the message from the UN Human Rights Office, OHCHR, which said on Friday that staff on the ground have been working to establish the names of the 52 people killed in one of the deadliest strikes since the start of Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. OHCHR said that UN Rights Chief Volker Turk is profoundly shocked and condemns this killing. He has also deployed a field team to the site to speak to survivors and gather more information. The UN Rights Office stressed that international humanitarian law, in particular the rules on conduct of hostilities, must be strictly respected. The UN's top humanitarian official in the country, Denise Brown, also condemned the attack and was on her way to Kroza on Friday to see firsthand how the humanitarian community can support, the UN Humanitarian Affairs Coordination Office, OCHA, said. Ochandra underscored that UN agencies and their Ukrainian NGO partners were mobilizing assistance for civilians in the area, including medical supplies and health support, shelter, cash, as well as mental health and psychosocial support. Extreme weather events have forced over 43 million children from their homes in the past six years, but this is only a taste of the truly terrifying future that awaits them as the climate crisis deepens, the UN Children's Fund UNICEF said on Friday. Storms were the main driver of displacement in small island states, such as Dominica and Vanuatu, while in South Sudan 12% of the entire child population has been displaced by floods. Here's UNICEF's global lead on migration and displacement, Verena Knaus, briefing journalists in Geneva.
2: Not every child is equally vulnerable. A large part of whether a child survives a disaster or how they experience their displacement depends on early warning systems, evacuations, and support systems in the communities where they live. In high-risk countries with very vulnerable child populations, uh, this is where we need to really, really step up and invest in risk mitigation, adaptation, and preparedness efforts.
0: Ms. Knauss warned that with every additional degree of warming, the global risk of displacement by flooding could rise by 50%, according to the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change She also deplored the fact that the displacement of children is barely on the radar of the leaders due to meet next month at the COP28 climate conference in Dubai. Finally, have you heard of voluntourism? You may know already that it involves people who volunteer for a good cause while they're on holiday, which sounds harmless enough, but the reality can involve the exploitation or sexual abuse of children, which is why a top UN-appointed rights expert wants more checks and controls to protect youngsters. Mama Fatima Singate, the UN Special Rapporteur on the Sale and Exploitation of Children, told the UN General Assembly that while volunteerism has been on the rise in the post-COVID recovery, the sector remains largely unregulated and a source of risk for children. In her latest report, Ms. Singate urged countries to put in place measures that prohibit unskilled and untrained volunteers from working in child care institutions such as orphanages to ensure that the travel and tourism industry complies with business and child rights obligations and to implement the do-no-harm principle in all policymaking and actions. Dominika Tomaszewska-Mortimer, UN News.